Welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast with Ryan Cote, where we feature casual conversations with entrepreneurs about personal development and growth. Hey, Aaron, welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast. How are you? Great, Ryan. Thanks for having me here. Yeah, I'm excited to talk to you. You're a yogi, uh, which is a yoga expert, right? Um, or a yoga teacher, I guess. And uh, so definitely going to ask you questions around that. Your morning routine, all our normal normal uh, topics. But let's kick it off by you telling everyone you know, who you are, what you do for a living, which I already told the audience. <laughs> <laughs> I'm breaking p- protocol here, and this is what happens. And then something you're, something you're grateful for. So I'm Yogi Aaron. I'm from Canada. Moved to New York for 10 years and ran a yoga studio, um, kind of a little mini yoga empire, if you will. And then in 2010, I moved to Costa Rica and opened up a yoga retreat center called Blue Osa Yoga Retreat and Spa. And I am, as you said, a yoga teacher. I'm also a yogi. Yogi is just someone who practices yoga and leads or endeavors to lead more of a yoga lifestyle. And one thing I'm really grateful for these days is my health and my ability to, and, and, and the strength that I feel in my body at this moment. Do you do anything besides, is, is yoga 100% of, of what your fitness is, or do you run, lift weights? I'm just curious about that. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's a good and deep question, because a lot of people, I think when you said, do you do anything else besides yoga, I think what you were uh, um, intonating is like, do I do anything else other than stretching? So Hmm. I don't stretch, actually. And for me, like yoga is really a lifestyle. It's more of a mindset. And it's a mindset that helps you to start or to always stay in touch with your life purpose, to stay in touch with who you are at your core. And so there's many different practices in yoga, and some of them are asanas. And unfortunately, the whole asana thing has just really kind of like taken over the yoga world or taken over the world. (laughs) Mm Because everywhere you look on Instagram, it's always people just doing postures. So the answer, the short answer is, yes, I do yoga-related postures for very specific purposes. But yes, I also walk, I hike, I swim. I do, I love going to the gym and doing more kind of not so much bulking up, working out, but just more strength training, maintaining, et cetera, et cetera. So I do a lot of different things. I always try and stay active. One of my axioms is use it or lose it. (laughs) (laughs) That's so true. (laughs) So I'm always trying to use it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I, I want to come back to yoga. I want to learn more about the lifestyle for for my audience listening that might be sure. interested in living more of a yoga lifestyle. I'm going to come back to that. But first, let's hear about your morning routine. How do your mornings start? My mornings usually start waking up. I always make coffee in the morning. It's kind of like my way to ground. And there's all kinds of reasons for that. There's actually history about that. But that's what really helps me to ground. And I take stock of my life every day. I always go and ask myself, am I living my life purpose? Am I really doing what I, I'm meant to be doing? And sometimes I look at my things to do, and more and more as I get older, too, I'm, I'm really starting to ask that question, like, is this really important? Is this what I'm meant to be doing? 
And is this, you know, in alignment with who I am and, and what I want to be doing in my life? So for me, like being very purpose oriented, being very purpose intentional is something that I really bring into my day. And oftentimes I'll just use affirmations as well. One of my favorite affirmations is, and, and this was actually really big during the pandemic. It's kind of been big at a few different points in my life, but especially during the pandemic, when I felt like life was closing in on me, the worst thing to happen, I think, to a human being is that we feel smaller. Our nature is to feel expansive. So one of my favorite affirmations is, I'm opening myself up to the universe of limitless possibilities. I like that. Yeah, I like that a lot. I want to learn more about the, the yoga lifestyle. You mentioned, it's funny because when you when I asked that first question, do you do anything else? I, I do associate yoga with, with stretching. I guess I was asking that, not knowing I was asking that, but give, <laughs> give us like a sneak peek into what the, lo, uh, like, a, like a quick rundown of what the yoga lifestyle looks like if anyone listening to this is interested in in yoga. Yeah, I mean, one of my big kind of drives right now, just to kind of back backpedal a little bit, is to flip the script on yoga and stretching in the yoga world and and bring people's awareness to what yoga really is about. So yoga is really about the unfolding of our purpose and living the life that we're supposed to live fearlessly. And the first axiom in yoga is to become fearless. And work on removing your fears, because when you're in fear, as you know, you can't do anything. So we need to do that. And so a lot of my routines are, are geared around that. But yoga lifestyle, eh, it's, it's such a loaded question. Part of So the first axiom is to become fearless. The second axiom is to stay aware and stay present of the absolute reality within us, which denotes this idea that within all of us, in, in all things, really, uh, animals and humans, but specifically in humans, there's a part of us that is changeless. And by when I say changeless, I also mean indestructible and therefore always continues. And so each of us have that changeless part. And so part of the routine of a yogi, to be quite frank, is to always maintain that awareness of A, the changeless part of ourself, but also the world that is constantly changing around us. And so you asked me a question before we got talking about, do I feel attached to, or do I miss New York? And I was able to walk away from my old life in New York and come to Costa Rica because I was aware that there's this impermanence, you know, to that life I had in New York. And so by accepting that impermanence, I'm able to move on to do other things. I'm not staying attached to um, what was. And so part of, the, part of living a yogic lifestyle is that, and so we do lots of different things. There's meditation, there's relaxation practices, there's chanting, doing karma work, doing like volunteering and helping out humanity. So we're constantly doing things to challenge ourselves to understand who we are at our core and be always uh, mindful of that, you know, if you want to call it the sacred part of ourselves. Was there a moment in your life that you can think of that comes to mind that got you into yoga or this deep into becoming a yogi? Is there, was there a turning <laughs> point? Oh, absolutely. I mean, the simple answer is I just wanted to stretch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Which is ironic. Great. I mean, 
I always tell people like if it, if stretching is what gets you into yoga, so be it, or just becoming physically healthier. And so I did that when I was 18 and I just want, I just saw my body tightening up and I knew it was not a good thing. So then I got into yoga by the age of 28, 29, I really started to hurt myself. And ironically, at that moment, I met my teacher, my real teacher, and he started to unfold really the potential of what yoga could be in my life and then gave me a practice. And I always tell people that practice is really what got me to where I am today. So that's why I got into yoga. But then it really started to unfold about 10 years later. Little did you know you'd be running retreats in Costa Rica. It's funny. Oh how my God. <laughs> I, I always tell my students, be careful when you breathe, because if you change your breath, you're going to change your destiny in a powerful way. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so many questions about yoga, but I want to, I want to ask you something different. Let's, let's talk about habits. What are your pillar habits, self-care habits, pillar habits that you rely on besides your yoga lifestyle? Yeah, I mean, my affirmations, but some of my pillar habits is waking up early in the morning. I always feel like waking up early is is one of the best ways. My what teacher, Swami Rama, I usually get up around five o'clock, but my, my teacher, Swami Rama, always said, as soon as your eyes open, get out of bed, because mm. it's, it's doing that habit starts to change something profound in your mind. In each human mind, we have a, a tendency towards like, I can't pull out a better word right now, but it's not exactly what I mean, but it's laziness. We all have a tendency towards laziness. And, it, and I'm not talking about what we do in life. I'm talking about the actions of mind. And so we always want to kind of go towards that sloth-like inertia, <laughs> if you want yeah. to say that. And so the best thing that we can do as humans is activate that part of our mind that's like get up and go. Another habit of mine is to drink. I always drink about three cups of water every single morning. I, and as I'm drinking it, I always say to myself, yes, I'm getting my internal shower. And there, I sometimes I'll repeat other affirmations as I'm doing that. A new habit, well, when I say new, I mean like in the last three years that I've started to develop is walking. And so every week I usually walk a few times a week uh, when I say walk, I mean like 10 kilometers. So I usually go on like long walks that take me a couple of hours. And it's just, it's that moment. It's a reminder to connect to nature and to just breathe and to feel and experience. Um, so these are just a few. Are you pretty strict with your diet? Oh, that's a loaded question. Yes and no. I would say more no than yes these days. Right now, I have been in the past. I really work on eating live foods. I work on eating foods that are fresh, that don't come in a can or a package <laughs> as mm -hmm. best as I can. And that's, I would say, that's probably the biggest habit, and especially owning a yoga retreat. I, you know, we are dedicated at the yoga retreat to serving like fresh farm to table food. And so mm. that's kind of what I try to embody in my life. So let's talk about your business. I, I'm just, this is, this question is more at curiosity's sake. So maybe just give, give a, a quick answer. I'm just curious about what a typical day looks like for you as a yogi. That's, that's like my curiosity question. And then my other question is like, what have you, what do you do to grow your business for the entrepreneurs listening? 
okay, so what does my life look like as a yogi? So I said the first axiom was become fearless. Second one, stay aware of the absolute reality. The third one is to, to work hard in life, to do your duty. So I always kind of work hard. I'm, I'm a very hard worker. <laughs> For anybody who's thinking about an entrepreneurial path, it's a lot of work. And I don't care what anybody says, but if you're going to be successful, you got to work hard. So I work hard. That's my day. I wake up early. I have my morning routine, but then I usually hit the pavement running. I usually do that for a couple of hours because in the morning is when my mind is usually the freshest. And then I work out. Sometimes I, I go for a run or a walk, and then I come back, eat something nutritious, and then hit go back to work again. So that's kind of my day, and it goes all the way up until around 6, 6.30. Usually by 6, 6.30, I do a hard stop. And then I don't do anything else. I don't look at work until like the next day. Your other question was about entrepreneurial tips. As I just said, you just got to work hard. But I think that it's also really important for entrepreneurs to constantly have personal check-ins with what is my purpose? What is it that I'm working towards? What's my mission statement? If you don't know those things, you're going to become like the proverbial tiger chasing your tail all the time and you're going to end up going nowhere or you're going to end up doing something that you really don't like or, or really detest in the long run. So it's really important to just keep doing personal check-ins. And then that way, if you don't feel like you're in your purpose, either A, you stop doing what you're doing or B, it gives you an opportunity to self-correct. I remember during the pandemic, it was such a great thing on so many levels because it really kind of gave us a moment literally to pause and reassess who are we and who are we serving and who do, who do we want to serve and what kind of people do we want? What kind of clients do we want to bring into our space? And so asking those kind of questions and being honest is so important. And so many times you see entrepreneurs just easily go down the survival rabbit hole, which doesn't serve anybody, especially themselves. They just will do like anything to survive. And that's not what being an entrepreneur is about. Being an entrepreneur is really about thriving in life. Yeah, 100%. What, what, what kind of challenges you, do you run into like in your business as a, running yoga retreats? Like what challenges? So being a yoga teacher is one of the greatest joys I have in life. However, when you're opening up a yoga retreat center, I think yoga retreat centers used to be more revered. Now it's become more of like a hospitality thing. And mm -hmm. I think that's been the hardest challenge because as a yoga teacher, I get, to, I get to have a communication with people in a certain way. There's a certain mutual respect. In the hospitality industry, yeah. <laughs> yeah. people don't really have a lot of respect for the people that are serving them. And that has been one of the hardest adjustments, I think. And that's been kind of like my Achilles heel over the last 12 years. And the way that I've kind of moved past it, there's a few tricks, but one of them is just hiring really great staff to provide hospitality. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm a yoga teacher and we say honest things. And, you know, <laughs> a guest doesn't always want to hear honesty. <laughs> yeah. It's so interesting how every industry has like such different, I, I would have never thought you would have said that, you know, 
that the yoga retreats have become more of a, it's more of like a hospitality thing now, which has its own challenges. There's that HBO series, you know, White Lotus, which is just so spot on. I mean, I just love that show because it's like, those are our guests. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, I've got one last question for you, Aaron, and then we're going to wrap up with you sharing how everyone can connect with you. My sure. last question for you is around the meaning of life through through your lens and experiences thus far. What is the meaning of life? The meaning of life from my lens and from a yogic perspective as well is to just be happy. And happiness comes from fulfillment and the fulfillment comes from our ability to go out and manifest and live our life purpose. That's it in a nutshell. That's, could not agree more. Excellent. All right, Aaron, this was great. If someone wants to connect with you, where should we send them? Send them to yogiaaron.com. I have a lot of freebies on my website. One of them is my pain-free series. I also have an affirmation series to help people to kind of sink into their purpose and how to manifest it. So that's the best way, yogiaaron.com. Perfect. Thanks for everything you shared. Thank you so much, Ryan. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Morning Upgrade Podcast. Please subscribe and review. And don't forget to visit us at morningupgrade.com for more content.